0: All right, all right, all right. So I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> part remix two. part two, th- episode 32,
1: 2.0. Because so- somebody's all thumbs. <laughs>
0: Cobra Point. Kai over here. Strike Ooh. first, no mercy. <laughs> strike hard. Oh, strike hard. Okay, uh, we'll throw it over to uh, Randy B. Podgati. Randy BDW, a.k.a.
2: Podcotti, a.k.a.
0: the cold champion, two time <laughs> cold champion.
2: I oh, don't know. I was kind of torn uh, between a few different topics. And, but I was talking about like, like workplace conflict. Like, what are some healthy ways that you can deal with like workplace <sighs> conflict? And this basically stems off of, Me, and my personal experience. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, realizing, like, well, obviously, we're a small company. There's three of us. (laughs) And we're not always going to get along. We don't always get along. Yeah. And there's some periods and times where, you know, stuff happens. Uh, Like just now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like tonight's night. great example (laughs) but at the same time like you have a goal in mind right Mm -hmm. you have a goal in mind and you and you have a mission in mind and you're like okay we got to get this done even if we're not seeing eye to eye we still have a part to play like what is the healthiest like way to deal with it because i've always like previously would blow up well and then you get to corporate america and you're like oh man they don't even operate like that here. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, those yeah, yeah. Are like defense mechanisms and kind of like <sighs> kind of going back to like what we were like talking about earlier too. Like all the trauma that you've been through, everything that you've been through mm. has molded you into who you are today. So when you come to sobriety and you have a workplace conflict, you, you have a job, you become a uh, contributing member to society, and then workplace conflicts happen. Yeah, and it's like. What do you do? You know, what's the, what did we do? What was the mistake that we did? How did we rectify the mistake? And then how do we go forward without committing the same mistake again?
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll jump off on this. Like, I just, uh, I think I've experienced more workplace, um, workplace conflicts, like, Recently, I guess it's more heightened, like because I now I don't have I can't run the substances. Like in the past, you know, I'd be like, "Man, f this job, I'm gonna go and I bounce, you know, and go get drunk for a week and just be cussing out my boss, <laughs> cussing out my coworkers <laughs> all week, and like blah blah blah. They're this, they're that. Uh, blah, blah. I don't even need that job. And so today, um, you know, now that I walked the red road, knowing that I'm only in control of my own actions. And anything outside of myself is out of my control. Um, Anything outside of this human being right here that's sitting here uh, is out of my control. That was so like um, mind blowing. I was like, oh, okay, I don't have to control everything. I don't have to try to be in control of every little second of every single day. Because previously to the Red Road, that's how I tried to operate it's like, okay, you told me to do this, so I did it. Why are you my, 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 Um, F you, why Why'd you tell me to do it? How come you didn't tell me to do it the way you wanted me to do it? Why did you tell me to do it? I'm going to do it my way, but now you're coming back and telling me that you wanted me to do it your way when you didn't even say that to begin with. Um, That's how I was. And I cussed him out, and I said, man, you're stupid. Blah, 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 blah. Um and I just recently went through that um at work. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the things I wanted to say, but I was like, Okay, I'm the worker, you know, these people are the bosses, so this is what they want. Now I know. And so I'm gonna go do it like this. And so that that's I had to compromise. I had to adjust, be adaptable and everything. Where, you know, like previously in the past, I would have been like um Caesar on half baked. A few, a few, few. You're cool. I'm out. You know. Yes. Uh, just like making a permanent decision for a temporary Um problem. Yeah. Where now, you know, I was like, okay, now I know. And then just kind of like reading your coworkers, like understanding, like not not giving into that insanity of like. Wanting to push your agenda, wanting to have it your way when you know they're not gonna go with it or they' you know that how they act is like okay, this person's like this, this person's like this, so i'm gonna act, i'm gonna adjust accordingly and then we're gonna move forward and make this thing happen
2: that makes that makes a lot of sense I think i real like one of the biggest things for me was realizing that not everybody in the workplace is my friend, true. Even if we deal with each other on a daily basis, True. like, you're like, man, like, that's cool. Like, I've had to, like, my thing, like, I've had to learn that recently is, like, you know what? I'm there to do a job as long as I take care of me and what I need to get, get done. Yeah. And nobody can say anything about what I'm doing. Mm. Because the customers are taken care of. Uh, the cars are getting processed. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, everything that I have to take care of is getting done. Yeah. The trash is taken out. Where, which is crazy, like, you know, because I've kind of taken it upon myself. I'm like, man, like, you can question anything, but you can't question my work ethic. Mm-hmm. So we had corporate down yesterday. Um, People, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And they walked in the warehouse. And, man, the warehouse. Like, I just literally got done sweeping the warehouse that morning. Yeah. Like, it, it was like a three-day job for me, yeah. you know, in between everything. Yeah. And then just, like, swept it up. And when they walked in yesterday, it was like. They seen a nice clean spick and span, which is like it'll go like beyond anybody else's thing, like you know, yeah. Like anybody else, if they had anything negative to say, Corey would be like, Oh, you know what? We showed up and it was clean, yeah. Oh, we walked the yard and the yard was swept, yeah, because I got to put on attachments on my skid and you know, yeah, sweep the yard and, mm. and stuff like that. So I, I kind of do all that stuff, but but realizing mm. like you, like I had to realize, like, man, I can't control this person, I can't control that person. But who I can control is me. Mm-hmm. And what they do is none of my business, yeah. but I can handle me. yeah. And then realizing like, okay, like at the end of the day, I have to be an adult. I still have to provide as a father. Still got to put food on the table. Still got to make sure that our bills are paid. So I can't run away. No. Yeah. Which yeah. is like a huge eye-opener because I'm like, yeah. you know, you're yeah. like.
0: Playing the tape. Yeah. Playing the tape through to the bitter end or just playing it through to the end
2: do I really need this job? <laughs> it's like, wake I up next day. I was
0: yeah. like savings account.
2: Yeah. yeah. But I like charter. <laughs> I like the internet. Mm. I like the special. I like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Like, I like that double burger. Yeah. Like, you start realizing like, okay, like, all right, it, it really don't make no sense for me to leave right now. Yep. Not until them chips are up. Not until my next investment shoots up. Yeah. Not until this podcast takes off. Not until there's six figures in my bank account. They'll be like, Man, you know what, man? I'm gonna take a little bit of season and say, Man, I forgive you. <laughs> forgive you. Forgive you. And I but but I'm out of here. <laughs> Which is kinda, you know, like Yep, like, exactly. Yeah. Shooter.
3: Well,
2: <clears throat> I think,
1: too I was just kinda thinking about your of your original questions that you had when you first brought uh, brought this to our attention was, you know, what's the most effective way? I think the mo- one of the most important things in any any meaningful relationship, especially the ones that are you know more meaningful to you, you know, those deeper levels of intimacy, is being having good communication skills, which means staying rational and calm, and mm-hmm. also you know listening. But then the other thing too is being open. And then, um, but you know, like, like you said, there, there are people you run into at work that you couldn't give about, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, how do you maintain your integrity and still, you know, get your point across and then be, uh, okay, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, all that other, you know, those four areas that we always talk about. Yeah. So, and it's funny that you bring this up because, I mean, he knows the story, but so, Last week we had the short week, right? Uh, yeah. The Memorial M- Day. Memorial Day, and um, where I work, they'll give us the, the holiday off. It's a paid paid holiday, so we only work four week or four weeks, four days. And of course, you know everybody's a little bit behind. They're shorthanded. They're really, really, really like severely shorthanded. Yeah. Mm. And so they were running behind, and they asked people, you know, will you come in on Saturday? And then the thing with Saturday is you have to go in at 5.30 instead of 6.30. And then when I do that, I did that like for almost the whole summer my first year I was there and it just it got up to me, you know. And then I quickly realized that, you know what, I'm working really hard and I'm putting myself out there and trying to show them, you know, that I'm a good employee, which, you know, I, 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 wanted, I wanted to be, I'm a hard worker. But I wasn't, A, there was no, there's no room for advancement, there's no sort of, I hate to be materialistic, but there's no raises or you know monetary gain from it mm. other than time and a half for that few hours. So that's setting the stage, then this week they asked us and not enough people said yeah. So then about an hour on Friday, about an hour before our weekend started, they brought us into the break room and told everybody, Okay, now Saturday's mandatory.
2: Mm. And so and then mm. that that got mm. me that mm-hmm. got
1: me right there. You know, if you would have told me Thursday, I would have still would have been you know, uh, you know, grumbling around about it. But I would have said, okay, all right, well, you gave me a day to prepare mentally and all this and that. But I was looking forward to my weekend, man. I'm already on the second tee of my mind. Yeah, you know. So they came at us with you know less than an hour to go in the day till the weekend, and they told us that. And I got you know I got upset, and so I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, you're gonna tell us this only an hour before we have to go. I said, are you going to pay us overtime? And they said, no, no, not unless you get over 40 hours because of the holiday. We didn't actually work, work.
2: Yeah. That's they, what they, sucks. They, too. They, they,
1: they didn't give us the hours, So nobody was over 40. We're not getting time and a half. And so I said, well, that, I mean, that's not fair. You can't do that to people. I said, that is not fair to us. I said, I know you guys need help, but that's really, you know, I mean, again, being sort of a, uh, the, the materialistic jackass of the bunch. I said, <laughs> I don't get paid enough to have to worry about that. That's not, I don't get paid manager uh, salary. So, you know, I'm not going to worry about it. I'll do the work that's in front of me. And I said, well, what happens if we don't show up tomorrow? And then he goes, well, you're going to, first of all, you're going to get a, a, a write-up in your permanent file. And I was like, like that really scared me. I just got out <laughs> of federal prison, bro. You're going <laughs> to give me a write-up at work and that's going to, you know, <laughs> You can't intimidate me like that. And then he turns around and, or he goes on to say, and and we're also, you know, oh, he goes, but we're a team here. And anybody that's a team player is going to come in tomorrow and we're going to all work together and we're going to get this done. The more people we know, we all work together. We can get it done quick. We can get out of here and yada, yada. And then I was like, okay, there's the sec- there's your second mistake, buddy, because me and my friends – we're ex-alcoholics, ex alcoholics, ex ex junkies. All this, you know. We invent. We didn't invent the manipulation game, but we definitely memorized the book. Yeah. That's so, it. Remember
0: what I told you? I said, I said you're just the player. We're the coaches, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know. So I was like, you can't manipulate me. You can't. Your Jedi mind tricks won't work on me.
0: Only money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only money. <laughs> <laughs> Only money.
0: But <laughs> so, you think? You're a Jedi or something? <laughs> so that's.
1: So that was my
0: situation.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: I thought, man, that's, that's not fair. Uh, and I kind of thought, but I wanted, you know, I, I thought, you know, I'm not going to go in there. I'm just I'm going to show them, you know, and, just, and that, that I think my initial thought was just out of spite. Yep. But then I started, I contacted some accountability people and I said, this is the situation. This is what happened. This is what I'm thinking about doing. I don't want to do it out of spite. I want to keep my integrity, but at the same time, I want to let them know that that's not right. You can't do that to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so ultimately, I got great advice, I got a lot of good support. I didn't go. Come Monday morning, I was like, "Okay, where do I sign this write-up that you they didn't even say
2: anything." Oh, really? They didn't say anything at all. Nice. Which is kind of funny cuz that they uh, didn't bring it up. That's got to be illegal in some way shape or form exactly Exactly. they can't do that they did that to us back in January which is kind of funny like so the other branch was open six days a week and they didn't have enough workers so the manager out there got on his little high horse and like well since they're not going to volunteer I'm going to force them to work and make it mandatory Mm. and I said I can't do it because I got Saturday obligations
3: yeah
4: I got but a nap got my, to take.
2: Yeah, but he got my boss and my coworker to go in on freaking a week, dude. The day before, with New Year's.
4: Yeah.
1: And see, and uh, and
2: there's no compensation.
1: Exactly, and that's that was the other thing too. Is like, I'm doing, I'm going above and beyond, and in most in a lot of places, they'll say, okay, okay, this guy's working hard. This guy's a hard worker. We want to reward that kind of stuff. Here, if, if we can't pay you more, here's another position that's open. It pays a little more. You might have to do a little more, but, you know, at least, you know, you're advancing or, you know, yeah. You're, yeah. you're getting, you're, we're trying to show you our appreciation for your hard work. But no, they just expect me to go in there and do twice as much work for the same amount of pay and not give me any incentive. <clears throat> and, but I, I mean, the, before I start ranting off of, on that again, I think the the important thing was, is that what I did was, I took a step back, and I said, okay, and left to my own devices, this is probably what I want to do, and it's only going to be out of spite. And yeah. then I might have negative feelings afterwards. Resentment. But, yeah. And, well, and say the wrong thing, too. Well, and not only that, but, you know, I might have that, like, oh, man, I didn't keep my integrity because yeah. I did it out of spite. You know, and then I would have felt, you know, sh- guilt or shame or whatever comes with that. Mm-hmm. But I, what I did was I, I reached out, and I talked to people outside of the situation said, okay, this is what I think, and this is what I feel, and then, you know, and they said, well, we, oh, that's kind of messed up, so we, we'll support you, Yeah. and so then from there, I was like, okay, now I feel a lot better about this, should it, when I, when I do go back, back in on Monday and this comes back up again, I'll be okay with it, because I will know that I wasn't doing it out of spite, I didn't do it because, you know, oh, I'll show them, I'll stick it to the man, blah, 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 I did it because... I didn't. I, I wanted them to know that. Hey, you need me more than I need you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you need to understand that. And you, and I I, I wanna, And I guess really too is I don't want to be exploited. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I think you know just that example. I mean I hope people got something out of that out, mm-hmm. on how to handle something like that. Yep. Because in the past I would have did like you guys were saying too. Get the efforts. Yep. Yeah. How much do I got in my account? How long could I last before I have to get another job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or even even worse, I probably wouldn't have even thought about that. I was like, hey, man,
2: Reno Club is just right down there. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean?
0: It made me mad, so I'm going to go drink.
2: Which would have been mad. a trigger. And you, you think about it, and it's like it's really not as big of a deal as it, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I you, you mean, your feelings are hurt. Um, I know, like, for me, my... My feelings were hurt, so I was just like, I had to sit with that. <laughs> yeah. And it's real silly to say, it's real silly to admit that, that because the way I did it wasn't what they wanted. They want me to do it a different way. It's like, man, my feelings are hurt, so I'm just gonna get mad and cuss everybody out and go drink. <laughs> you know, I mean, the old me would have done that, and it would have badmouth them for like. Months, years.
2: I think communication. <laughs> yeah, that that like you hit it right on too. Like communicating, and and letting them know too. Like, hey, man, that's not right. Like they got to see from your perspective. Yep. You know, because that's one of the biggest things in our office too. Is like communicate. Like, I'm. I've always been a confronter. You know, like if we have a problem, let's handle the problem um, diplomatically. Like, it doesn't always happen that way, but <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, hey, you got a problem. Let's deal with it so that we can strengthen the relationship at the end of the day.
1: And, and that's, yep. but then, too, like, that's important, too, because, like, if you don't, like, confront it, then it grows into something bigger than it has to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then pretty soon you might get to a point where, man, I can't stand this dude. Yeah. And that's kind of like, I don't even want to work it out with that's where I
2: was, That's where I was saying, like, you know, because in my workplace, it got like that with my boss. Yeah, cuz he's younger than I am. Um he knows a lot more about the industry than I do. Mm-hmm. But he had a problem with me and he never communicated it. Mm. But I knew it. Like and that goes along with like, you know, living yeah. a lifestyle before because you pick up on things. Like you notice stuff and you your radar's go, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you, when you're in positions where you always got to watch your surroundings and you <laughs> always got to be aware and like yeah. not on paranoia, but you're like Oh, this kind of switched up. That was kind of weird. So you kind of mentally note it. Yep. And then like it and then you're like, you know what, man, I'm not tripping. It really is this way. <laughs>
3: yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
2: And then it, it just goes into this thing. And then now, like, well, <clears throat> long story short, the relationship is not the same mm. today. There's a mutual respecter because I would not be there if my boss wasn't such a good boss before for so long. Mm-hmm. But then now I see what kind of person he is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm like you. Okay, I'm here. I'm going to do the job that I've been paid to do. Yeah. But anything out of that is out of my control. Yep. You do what you got to do, and I'll do what I got to do mm-hmm. within reason. Yeah. I'm going to do my job. I'm gonna show, you can expect me to show up. You can expect me to sh- stay until the shift ends. But what we, what we don't have is that.
1: That rapport that you used to yeah. have.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and how, how do you repair that if you do repair it? Mm. Because the thing is, like, I saw him for what he is, and he realizes. And not that I was the one, that, oh, I'm right, and he was wrong. No, not like that. But I'm saying, like, I saw it for what it really was, and he knows I saw it for what it really was. Yeah. I think on that note. And it's uncomfortable, <laughs> but it's not yeah. uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes,
0: yes, very much so. Cause like whenever I see like my leadership style is like, hey, we're we're gonna go dig that ditch. Let's go. Everybody grab a shovel and I'll be up there very first one. Yeah. Like, chucking dirt out of that ditch. Boom, 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 until yeah. I can't do it anymore. That's how I lead. You know, I'll go I'll go and I'm not gonna tell you to go dig that trench and then stand up on the hill and watch you guys. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go down there with you guys and dig it with you. So when I see management that tells me to go dig that ditch and sits up on the hill and watch us do it, uh that irks me. Yeah. Really bad. Real bad, like, to my soul. My soul is yeah. angry. My soul is like, oh, this mother effer, you know? And I've always been that way. And so... <clears throat> um. Today I'm able to deal with that, you know, kind of like uh, okay, that's how they are. mine has got to accept it, you know. And then that sounds like real simple, but it, it works for me. Yeah, you know, it works for me. It's like okay, they're gonna tell me to go dig that ditch, and they're gonna go sit up there. Okay, cool. <laughs> you do you. I'm gonna do me.
2: And it, and and then that's totally understandable. Um, but my bo- my boss is similar like that, but but. You know, like I said, man, it, it just kind of, the workplace dynamic is so tough.
0: Mm, since there's only three of you, too. Yeah,
2: there's three yeah. of us. We're small friends. We all work good. But it's just the communication, mm. not as bad, like, you know? Mm-hmm. And and um, like I said, man, it's uncomfortable, but it's not uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Because I've been in places where you, you deal with conflict, and you're like, okay, I know how to get around this. You know, I'm just not gonna, like, you know, the point has been made, but how, like, next, how does next week get better?
4: No, you no,
2: know, uh, where there's no, like, you know, like, do you repair the relationship? Obviously, you got to work, but, but at I, the end of the day, like, you realize too, like, you got to be an adult about the situation. Yeah,
0: and I think, um, my own experiences, like the cliche, uh, time heals all wounds. Yeah, you know, so. Like, um, over time, you know, then I'm able to, like, that manager that's sitting up on the hill watching you do work. Um, I'm able to be cordial, civil, and everything. But uh, in the back of my head, it's like, I'm still saying it's POS. And you're still
2: a chum, dude. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing is, like, yeah, that that was the thing that, that really bothered me. Because, like, there was a, it was lack of communication. mm it's like you had a problem with me this long and you never told me but i knew that you knew Mm. and then it boiled up to the surface Mm -hmm. and we both saw it and it's something that could have been preventable but because nothing was said Mm. it blew up Mm. and after it blew up it's like it was exposed and then now you're like like i said it's uncomfortable but it's not uncomfortable for me Mm -hmm. it's like when you show up in the office the other person leaves Wow. And nobody's in a bad mood Like you know what I mean Like, yeah. like it, there's no bad blood There's no nothing like that But it's just like y- you're hard to deal with <laughs> Yeah, And That's, then especially like being native You're like oh you're the, you're the angry
0: native guy Yeah
2: All I
1: was just gonna say is like, Well one or guy, here one, comes
0: that aim guy
1: Yeah you know I was, One thing I was I'm pretty proud of now Is that I don't try to You know the res kid don't come out Yeah You know yeah. what I mean now, how we, still in there, though. Still in there. You can you can take the kid off the res but you can't completely take the res out of the yeah. kid. Yes, sir. But I I temper that, and I put it. You know, that's that does not solve anything. You know that it doesn't. But you know, and just in I mean, there's got to be something there because just in the last couple of weeks, I've seen two people blow up and just walk out. Oh wow! wow. They, and they just like flipped out and just left.
0: Yeah, when well, yeah. that those kind of things happen, I'm always like, ah, used to be me. <laughs> that sucks <laughs> sucks to be them
1: then <laughs> no, I, I, I could never i mean I, I i i can i can understand it but even now i'm like I, like I, I don't get it like people will sit around and badmouth their co somebody that they have to stand next to all day yeah you've been standing next to this person for eight hours why didn't you say something to that person hey what you're doing is Bothering me Lack mm. of communication But instead They'll go to the break room And then rah, rah, I got up And left the break room today Because that's all they were doing Was talking about each other <laughs> And I thought Man I don't want to I don't want to listen to this I'll just Let's go, go. The, I just wanna, I'll just go sit in the car And listen to music School then Rather cool, then. than and see, and that right there—that wasn't even my conflict, and I yeah. don't want it. I don't want it to be my conflict. Yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. going to jump in and say, "I know that guy's a pos." And I uh, you know, <laughs> trying to put My two senses. I don't know. I'm a in a good. I'm, a, I'm in a good mood. Gosh damn it! And you can't take <laughs> that away from me.
0: Buzz, they're always like this.
2: But what about like you were talking about it, right? So all year you have all these people that show up. For the company, and there's no incentive. There's been no overtime, no compensation, but they want you to break your back for the company, and that's where you put your foot down. And
1: and well, how I hate I hate putting it like this, but really that's what it comes down to is like if you're going to give me however ten dollars an hour, you're going to get your ten dollars worth. I'll give you that. (laughs) But yeah. anything above that, you know, you're gonna have to pony up because then you become the bad because, guy. Because because I know you. If you you can sit you can sit there and say, "Oh, I appreciate your work, your hard work." You can say that all day long. All day. But that doesn't pay my
0: rent. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. That
1: doesn't pay my greens fees. It's got to be tangible.
0: That pizza party don't pay my rent.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, I mean, I, I'm not gonna sit there and say I don't like, you know. Free pizza. Uh, free pizza. <laughs> I'll take it. But at the end of the day, it's got to be more than that. And to me, that's just one of those examples of a large corporation taking advantage of poor people and their situation.
0: Yeah. Whew. man. Really grinds my gears.
1: Workplace
2: conflict happens. But and there it, are and healthy it, ways
1: and to deal with it. And it was funny, though, because I walked in Monday morning. My immediate boss was doing health checks. You know, the COVID, you've been around, and we go to COVID, blah, 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 take your temperature. No. And Or no, this was the general manager. He's the head guy. He didn't say anything. He was kind of sing-songy about it. Have a nice day. And I saw my immediate boss right after that, and he came over to the table, and he was laughing and joking around with us. And then I saw them both walk by together, and I said, okay, uh, they're going to say, let's go sign this paper. I'll come in blah, blah. and come in. Nobody's even mentioned it. The only people that even mentioned it Or my coworkers, they were like, they didn't write you? Yeah, yeah, good for you. I'm glad you didn't come in. Did they go in? Oh, yeah. Well, this one lady said, oh, yeah, I'm not coming in either. And then I saw her at work on Monday, and I was like, did you come in? And she goes, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Only because I wasn't doing anything. Uh. She she said, well, I got to leave early, though. And I was like, ah. (laughs) But, you know, I I didn't want to be like that
0: either. Yeah.
1: But, man, I was like, I was just. You know, like like Randy said, I had to put my foot
2: down and say, hey. Yeah, you stood up they, for yourself. They stood probably up for yourself. realized, too, like how they had to realize how stupid they were. Uh, well, they,
1: and, and then they must have realized something because they didn't, you know, give me the, the slip, the reprimand.
2: Which is like that was just their threat. And then they realized, too, they were out of order. Because you can't just throw that like, man, especially after a holiday week. Like, you know, you guys work 30 whatever hours because like, that's how we are, our corporation. Like, if we, because we work nine hours a day, if we got thirty six, and then Friday's a holiday, we don't get paid to overtime for the extra four hours. So, so, that so it was, was like until you, you pass that forty, and yeah, then from there. And which is kind of funny because that's what that's how these guys get away with it too. And yeah. also, also because it's, it's cheap labor.
1: And yeah. also, it's realizing your self worth. Yeah, like you know, Josiah, Josiah could say, well, "I." I'm a worthy person. I work hard. I do this and I do that. But if you're going to exploit that, then I don't need to do that. Or, yeah. you know, like you said, hey, you don't respect me. You have a problem with me. You could have said something a long time ago, but you waited. And, you know, and now we got this thing. So, but I mean, it's just you realizing that, yeah, I'm worth more than that.
2: Yeah. And just like realizing your worth. And then once you do make it still, because you never want to be the problematic employee. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, like, for me, like, I always want to, like, leave places better than there was before I got there. Yeah. And then you realize, like, there's a standard that's set. And then, like, once you see that, <laughs> nobody really meets that. And then you're like, oh, all right, mm. I, I see you. Okay. Yeah. Let me fall back. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, let me fall back and just let me take care of me and myself. Yeah. And as long as I'm taken care of, then you can keep all the extras.
4: Exactly, anyway. you know,
2: you're not going to get the Randy that comes in at 7:30 to unlock everything.
1: But and and then you you you're taking care of yourself. Yeah, I mean that's what it like. Not yeah. not, not like from a materialistic standpoint, but yeah. like you know, mentally. You're, you're, yeah, your well-being. Yeah, because ultimately, I mean, it. Like he said, it you relapse before you ever take a drink. Yes. Yep. So why would I do that to myself? Why would I set myself up? Why would I allow somebody else to dictate my quality of life? Yes. Yes, we need to have a job. Yes, we need to have gainful employment to pay our bills, to do the things we want, get the things we want, we need, and support our families and this, that, and the other, but not at the cost of our well-being. Yes, sir.
0: Standing up for ourselves, that's a a huge part of recovery for me. Uh, Part of my own walk on the Red Road. Just standing up for myself Like nope I'm not going to do that um, Yet I know I've signed on for, To this job And I know The requirements Like you said Mentioned before In a previous episode You know the score Yep When you walk in that door You yep. know the score You know the score Um, But For me Up to a point mm-hmm. Up to a point Then I'm going to be like I'm going to draw that line it's like Actually I'm going to go I'm not going to be there you know,
2: sounds good, but you
0: know what? <laughs> hey, that's a great I'm not idea. Great idea. You I guys, can do it. Hope you guys have fun. I wish you all the success. I'm not going to be there though,
2: which is kind of crazy because, yeah, there you know, there's been talks about throwing a Saturday on us, and I'm like, like I'm, oh, I'm, hell no, I'm <laughs> like, man. I'm not going to be here on Saturdays. If you guys are going to reprimand me, go ahead. But you know what? My forty is going to be Matt, mm-hmm. you know. And if I get reprimanded for not being here Saturday, so be it. Yeah, but I think that's not fair. Yeah,
0: you know hire I mean? some college students.
2: Yeah, I- hire. They some. got they got
1: temp agencies you can tap into. Advance and then yeah. there's a couple other ones I can't remember the names right offhand,
2: but yeah, definitely. Which is kind of tough for a three person branch, you know? you're like, <laughs> yeah. eh, like. But I mean, yeah, not, it, it was nothing like like super bad, but just. <laughs> How do you handle workplace conflict? Yeah, out, and it's all relative.
0: Yeah, there's like, it's all relative, you know? Just, I think like stepping back and just kind of seeing like that, that was huge for me. I'm only in control of my own actions. Like, okay, okay, so what does that mean? Yeah. It's like, they're going to be that way. They're going to be how they're going to be. What can I do? How can I adapt to that? Because I'm the worker, they're the bosses. They're the corporation. They're the whatever. They're the overhead. Okay, well, how can I change? Well, how can I change my actions so for my own mental health?
1: Or, or more importantly, how do you change the way you think about things?
0: Oh, true. Yep.
1: So, like, you, you Being know, adaptable. In, any situation, there's three things you can do you can change the way you think about it, you can change the situation itself, or you can just go on as it is. Mm-hmm. And I think the easiest, probably most effective way for me personally is to change the way I think
2: about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. Because if you think about it too, like thinking about the, the way that we all used to handle things, if it came up, like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to deal with it. I'm done. And you like, like, yeah. I forgive you, <laughs> you, no. know? Not, you know, you mm-hmm. know. But you do that and you never really grow beyond that. Mm. But when something uncomfortable happens, especially in the workplace and you deal with it in a new way, you're like, that's growth at the end of the day. The end of the day.
0: Definitely. Yeah, and um, just one. to be clear on my part, like, um, if my bosses are listening. <laughs> yes. If you're listening, Mr. No, just kidding. <laughs> my immediate bosses and supervisors are not talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> my <is> some disclaimer. <laughs> my, my, my immediate
1: bosses and supervisors, I
2: am talking about you.
0: <laughs> good. Good to know. Good to know. No, to no know. but
2: like, yeah, like, like I said, man, it was never really directed at anybody. It's just like, okay, how do you handle workplace conflict? Yeah. because in sobriety, it's huge. Oh, exactly. Yeah.
0: It used to be the coming, trigger. It used yeah. to be number one, almost like the number one trigger for us yeah. to go use
2: conflict. Conflict. Any type of conflict. Yeah. Any type of conflict. Any, kind any kind of word that ends in ship. Yep. You know. <laughs> Championship. That's what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: Two time co champion, the
2: co champions,
0: right on, no. is,
2: yeah. So, anyway,
0: yeah, no, I appreciate you guys bringing the topic. And I think all three were good, man. You guys all provided some good topics and everything. That was, uh, I feel good, I feel yes. cleansed. I feel cleansed. I was able to get some stuff out. Oh, thank you. Feel better therapy, yep.
2: So appreciate Isn't you. that crazy Like everybody just Listen to our therapy <laughs> I know we're just But hopefully I Hopefully if they you see The see thing, like, Are
1: getting something Out of this too
2: I wonder if they see This and see like Dang man This guy got a lot of problems <laughs> I know <laughs> Dang
0: my, my life ain't that bad After
2: that
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Life on life's terms Definitely uh, Life on life's terms Well it was good And I hope You the listener Will be able to get Something out of it At least one thing At least laughter, if anything. (laughs) Anyway, all right, well, DJ, we're going to go into our Speak on It and hit me with that
2: beat. Speak on it. Speak on it,
0: it, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it.
1: Speak on it.
0: Alright, 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 we're in our speak on it and we are gonna talk about, we're continuing our um series on QPR Tonight we're gonna talk about our mental illness and suicide I'm gonna read this snippet here and then let's we'll get a response from JC and then a response from Randy And then we'll close it out So just uh, whatever comes to mind after I read this So the majority of people who die by suicide are suffering from a brain disorder or disorder from which we now know recovery is possible. Depression. Most suicidal people are depressed and depression is the common code of modern life. Depression is both biological and psychological in nature and is the number one cause of suicidal behavior. It is highly treatable. Wishing to be dead is a frequent symptom of untreated depression. Other symptoms include sadness, loneliness, nervousness, crying, inability to concentrate, poor sleep, fatigue, irritability and general, or specific loss of interest in friends, food, and fun. The bad news is that depression is common. The good news is that it responds well to intervention and treatment. Depression in youth Bear specific attention since it is often undetected undetected in middle school and high school students, young adults, and therefore goes untreated. At the other end of the lifespan, the same is true about elders. Most young people and elders enjoy life, but those become those who become depressed, if affected effective treatment is not initiated, death by suicide can become a significant risk. <coughs>
3: I'm
0: sorry. <coughs> um, of note, groups of the highest risk of suicide in the U.S. include older white males, middle-aged white males, and Native American youth. If you are a health professional, we recommend uh, that you use QPR as a routine health screening for everyone, but especially people in these groups and any so okay. Also, someone who cares, also as someone who cares, you need to know a few more things about depression and suicide first. Since depression saps energy and purpose, sometimes the depressed person is too tired to carry out a suicidal plan. However, as the depression finally begins to lift, the person may suddenly feel well enough to act. As strange as it sounds, once someone decides to end his or her suffering by suicide the hours before death are often filled with a kind of chipper attitude, even blissful calm. This change in appearance and mood is good timing to apply um, an intervention. So, initial reactions, responses to that.
1: Um. As somebody who has been diagnosed with depression and anxiety... Yeah. Um, and that, I I think it was probably a lot worse. Or probably, you know, it was before I was ever diagnosed and it lasted a lot longer than after I quit going to the, the behavioral health. Is that what they're called? Counselor. Yeah. Counselor or whatever, therapist. But anyway... Um, so I, I mean, I, I definitely relate to all that. Um, the one, the one thing that I really don't like, and this, and it's, it's about several different things, but this is one of them that's big for me, is the fact that, um, there's so much stigma, um, and so much, I don't know what the words would be, you know, these, these negative things associated with people saying that, oh, I suffer from depression or mental illness of any sort. Mm. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like, you know, the fact that people have to hide because then they're not getting the help they need or that, you know, it makes one feel like there's something wrong with them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in a sense there is, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're suffering from depression, there is. But it's not something that is permanent. It's not something that should be held against you. In fact, it's quite the opposite. We should reach out and say, hey, uh, we know what you're going through. Um, You can get past, you can get through it in a Mm -hmm. healthy way. And, you know, we're here to help. But instead, you know, it seems like I know in the past that that it seemed like one of those things where you know you didn't want to admit it because of what for whatever reason just based based on the, the negative connotations that come with it, and I always hated that. And that you know, and this like I said, it goes with a couple different things, but this is one of them. And um, the other thing too, I think is important is to uh, we're talking about communication, communicate especially with our youth. You know, those that are under 25 because their brains are not fully developed until you're about 25, right? Mm-hmm. More specifically, the prefrontal lobe, which is the part of the brain that processes long-term consequences. Yep. So, in other words, you're not fully able to understand the consequences of your actions in the long run. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's so it, you're... How am I going to say okay? You want to? It's like instant gratification. Yep. Maybe it would be the way I'm trying to put it. It's like I I can do this now, and it'll help me right now, but I'm not thinking long term. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where um that's just something that I think we you know that needs to be addressed is the fact that you know to intervene and to communicate and. And say, hey, you know, you don't, it doesn't have to be this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can go on, but I, I, I'll just cut myself out there. I mean, I got so many different thoughts about it, but um,
0: yeah. Podgadi.
2: I was just thinking <clears throat> the last part when you were talking about, like, the four, I, I think, I don't know, what I remember, mm-hmm. like, from the last part of what you said was, like, mm-hmm. Before they actually do commit suicide, a lot of them are happy. Yeah. And it, I oh. thought about, yeah, like I thought about this um, one of these young stars that just committed suicide recently within the past five years. Um, they said before that he committed the act. He was out there with his family, like taking pictures, mm. um, laughing and smiling. And then a couple of hours later, he killed himself. Wow. Um, which is kind of like the cliche saying the calm before the storm, yeah, you know maybe it's an attempt to throw people off, and like everything is all right, but deep down inside that person's already made the decision to off themselves, yeah, um, but depression, my first thoughts on depression are it it is real, mm-hmm. sometimes it's a battle, and being as it is twenty twenty one i've like I've been saying it is like you need you need a pastor, you need a counselor and you need the Holy ghost. Mm-hmm. You know, you need a pastor for guidance to, you know, to be able to counsel and, and you need a therapist that will that, that walks through things with you and then helps you to see things in a different way. Mm-hmm. And then you also need the spirit of God to, to really become your best friend mm-hmm. uh, to lead you into the things of God. Um, and that's the importance like but on that man I really I really don't know that's really all I got man on depression and yeah and, and just the last part of your story like that's kind of what struck me was they basically act like everything is okay yeah and deep down their sock fell off off their feet in their shoe mm you know what i mean mm mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah i think um I read that I was just kinda <clears throat> Like Remember like When you're finally gonna go get help You're like Ah oh, That release Yeah Like I remember like When I was just like When I finally went to detox uh, 2015 I was just like Phew. I was like alright cool Um, I can I'm gonna get help now And I'm gonna be better And I'm gonna quit drinking And like That just kinda like Calmness of that I can just picture it Right now Cause I I went to detox And I was real talkative Talking to everybody there They're probably all miserable <laughs> Detoxing <laughs> And I'm in there I'm happy I'm gonna get help And I was talking to them Telling my story Trying to get them To talk And they're just all Sitting in there Like and They're probably just thinking I'm just to Shut the F up But uh Like that's how That's what it made me think of Like So for them uh, Those that have like You know they're like, they got that that date, that time set for them. They're like, okay, it's going to be over now. It's going to be over soon. So like that that joy comes. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, kind of creepy too.
2: The guy that I was thinking about was Chester Bennington from Linkin Park. Oh, okay. Like before he went and committed suicide, he was out on this, I think it was like a beach house with his kids and his wife. Man. and Like taking pictures and smiling, looking into the ocean. Dang. Like he probably knew like, man, I'm done, but I wanna yeah. Like what you said, like smile with these guys, let them remember me this way,
1: or uh, kind of creepy, kind of going off what yeah, he it's said kind of eerie bro, off what he said too is like man they maybe they just feel that finally feel that sense of relief, like, okay, this oh, is that's all what gonna, I'm saying, this like, is all gonna be over soon
2: like yeah. this is this is the last time I'm seeing them. But they're, a part of them probably broken, too, though.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But then they probably also want to, like, I want my family to remember me like this. Mm. Like, when they think about our last time together, we're laughing. Yeah. But deep down inside, they already know, like, this is my last time. <laughs> so you're relieved that it's going to end, but you're also leaving your family on a good note.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's just so, like, crucial to be aware and vigilant if someone is, you know, in that depressive state where they're, you know, really lethargic, they don't have any energy, they don't ever want to do anything, then boom, all of a sudden they're, like, boom, happy. Man, huge red flag. Huge, huge red flag to be like, hey, man, are you thinking about suicide? You know, that, that reading right there really opened my eyes to that. It's not, like, a sign to, like, oh, everything's better. He's look at him. He's happy. He's laughing around. No, it's like, that's a huge red flag.
1: You you know what I thought of when when you were saying that is, and I don't know if this is the same thing. I mean, you guys can give me your thoughts on it, but I remember being on the run and having the marshals look for me, and I didn't realize how stressful that was until Mm -hmm. they got me, and I was sitting and booking, and I thought, oh, man, it's about time.
3: Yeah. It's over.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: I didn't. S- I know I didn't feel i I didn't feel angry that I was in jail. I didn't, you know, I wasn't sad yeah. or depressed that I was there. I just felt relief,
2: like finally. Where were you at when they caught you?
1: I was in Lockwood. You see, they had my they had my name in the paper too, in one of those. Oh, really? Those, they do those every week. Yeah, I mean, that's how bad it was in that.
2: Dog, it, they knew me where I was. <laughs> they followed me everywhere.
1: <laughs> Actually, they, we got pulled over for one headlight, mm. and I was in the car. And then I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going." So, but when they when they got me, I was like, "Oh, yeah. thank you." I
2: mean, oh, the they same. pulled you. So you didn't even get caught up on your own mistake. No, huh? I was in oh, the back seat. Man, that was always my biggest thing, bro. Like I was, I was like, "I can go to jail for my mistake, but I am not going to jail for you." <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of jacked up, though. But that sucks, bro. I mean. And, and, you know,
1: after all that ducking and diving and dodging and all this and that, it was the headlight that got me. And it's it just kind of anticlimactic, really. You know? What'd you
2: do? Light a cigarette? What do you mean? Like, what'd you do when you knew you were going to jail?
1: Oh, I tried to finish my bottle. Oh. I gave, I gave him my ID. He went back to check it. I just got it. I'm like, man, I got to get as much of this as I can. <laughs> and so I ducked the
0: uh-huh. And they got Four and, bubbles
1: and, and man more than that uh, Like I drink it Like it was a bottle of water
2: Oof. Dang so they Came and got your ID And then went back Like
1: Well yeah they I mean they had us
2: Isn't oh. that suck though Like you get stopped For one headlight And then they ID everybody Yeah Like that's always dumb huh
0: Oh yeah Cause they're like Oh
2: these kids look like They have warrants
0: We're gonna ID everybody
2: And then it's like They stop a white person And they're like Oh you gotta got light out They don't ID everybody uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Yeah. One time I got stopped way out here at Town Pump, man, with the RVs. Hmm. The guy ran my plates, and it wasn't even me. The car never even registered back to me. And he said, "Well, you match a guy that has warrant in the in the house." <laughs> it's like, I've
1: had them take me because I had the same last name. My cut co- was my cousin who had the warrant. Yeah. They, and they knew where I lived. And all they saw was the last name. They came and took me out of my house in front of my kids' mom. And my kids were little back then, but they arrested me right in my house, took me. And about halfway to the jail, he turns around and says, What's your social security number again? So I told him. And then he tells this other deputy guy. <laughs> he pulls over and says, Go ahead, take those off of him. And so they turned me around, and then they took me back home. Huh. But I mean that, that after they
0: traumatize your family, yeah,
1: and traumatize me, traumatize my family, and then just because I he saw the last name and said, "I know that guy, I'm gonna go get him right now."
2: Yeah, bunch mm-hmm. of stupid like the Warren Roundups are so dumb. Wow, like yeah, man. Anyways, yeah. but yeah, like they followed me all over though. Like, the last time I got tossed in, like, man, everywhere I went, it's like parade, bro. I kid <laughs> Who's you the not, crazy bro. one now. Like, I could pull over like at the gas station and be empty and freaking pull up and then go inside and come out, and man, it'd be like a packed house. Leave, leave the driveway, and man, it's like, yeah, it's like a parade, bro, everywhere I went. <laughs> oh.
0: Who's the crazy one now? You too, obviously. <laughs> you too. That's <laughs>
2: <laughs> crazy, though. They didn't even know you, man. Like, didn't even know. Like, uh, they,
1: he got lucky. I mean, he just. But I, like I said, I don't know if it ties back to what we were. But I, I think I can kind of empathize in a way. Yeah. Like about how, like, oh man, I can feel that relief, and then, like you yeah. were talking about, like, oh man, I got this date. Like, I'm gonna get help, and I'm gonna.
3: <sighs> over
0: Like yeah. that huh Yeah, yeah but yeah. like in like the opposite direction So yeah. yeah if Any listeners out there If you have somebody in your life Or if you're even like you know Lethargic and everything And you got suicidal ideation man, I just encourage you to go talk to somebody Talk anybody. to your past to your talk, talk to, to your someone Somebody Anybody Go and tell them like, Hey I've been thinking about this And and then go get help. Go talk to a counselor. Um, because, like, the whole stigma around having a, going to a counselor, going to a shrink, you know, that's, don't let that hold you back. Because I let it hold me back for so long, and it just, it was just detrimental to my my life, to my person, to my being. So, get out there, get help, get a different perspective. Um, and if you have someone in your life that, you know, you feel... It's suicidal, you know, you can definitely call on some help, get some QPR training and confront it. Um because that's gonna help. All right. Well thank you guys for providing your feedback on our speak on it segment. Uh why don't you give me some horns or some neck flaps, something? Let's kinda change the mood up here a yeah, little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, nah uh, ah hey, Mohugs not drugs. podcast and Cobra Kai, favorite Indian That's episode thirty two. I didn't
2: even do that in the beginning. I know. Uh, job? No, I just now picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> just now picked it up. You never put it down. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, this is, the, this is the first stage. Let <laughs> me know. It's gonna get Tell white. No. It's
2: gonna get white.
1: Yeah, and then I'm gonna go blue. Oh, you're Just gonna keep gonna it white. Like, man. You're gonna look like
2: Ben Stiller on that one. <laughs> yeah, Zoolander. Um, <laughs> no, no, you know. I, oh I no! Look like you're pointing at where.
1: <laughs> no, so when I, I was thinking about is um, <laughs> what does what he play on uh, Tropic Thunder? Uh, Simple Jack. Yeah. Every had
0: blonde hair on there too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh <laughs> man, that one, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> that movie's terrible, and that that guy blows up. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I like CTI." And you got that guy's head. <laughs> I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah, or
1: the lawnmower man. You ever watch that? Uh-uh. Oh yeah, that it's old, old school one. one. Yeah, yeah. One.
0: I know. I was looking up for looking up villains with blonde hair when you sent me that pic, but I, the only one that looked. Legit was the Cobra Kai Johnny Cobra. Lawrence. Yeah, when it gets wet, it looks orange.
1: Like, oh no, no! Remember, like you always like that athletic gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like that.
0: I <laughs> might have to dye my hair again like that. Athletic I did that once gold. in high school.
1: Like this, this, <laughs> this kind of between these two colors right here. It's crazy,
0: but yeah. All right. Well. Thank you for joining us, you the listener You are the most important piece to our podcast So we appreciate the likes We appreciate the follows, we appreciate the shares We love all of you All over flat earth
1: Uh, what? <laughs> uh <ho. laughs> no! no, no. Oh, okay. I already I, I, I already You always up.
0: say that Yuck, whatever
1: I was in a good mood too. How
0: come you always say that? <laughs>
1: Him, you always bring that up.
0: You always say that when you're
2: drunk. You always say it so much, it don't even mean anything <laughs> <more>. <laughs> You always say this to me.
1: I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I just knew it. You always say that.
0: It's not just one time. It's all the time. <laughs> 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 Oh my God! All right, I think we should log off now because we're getting thirty-two
2: low. in the books. Part one, part two. Part one, oh, part yeah.
0: two. <laughs> Two-parter. Yeah, because uh Johnny Lawrence over here with his cobra Kai thumbs, I to, uh,
2: aka Johnny Lawrence. No, I, was pra- I was practicing my karate chops.
0: <laughs> he struck first and ended our episode <laughs> prematurely.
2: He waxed off when he should have waxed on. <laughs>
0: Those Cobra Kai thumbs. Oh, man,
3: you get that one. Uh
0: Ahoo. All right, well, tune in next week. We'll be back better than ever. Episode 33 Larry Bird in the house. Chinook.
4: Deuces.
2: pod Yo, Josiah
0: Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs, not drugs. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Peace. The Earth isn't flat. Ha <laughs> ha.